The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, If another member of the church sins against you, go and point out the fault when the two of you are alone. If the member listens to you, you have regained that one. But if you are not listened to, take one or two others along with you, so that every word may be confirmed by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If the member refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if the offender refuses to listen even to the church, let such a one be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. Truly, I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, truly, I tell you, if two of you agree on earth about anything you ask, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Grace and peace to you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus opens our gospel lesson today by saying, If another member of the church sins against you, if, you might as well have said, when, for this happens. A community of love, a family, though we may be in Christ, we sin against each other. And it has happened to you. So what does Jesus say we ought to do when a brother or a sister in Christ sins against us? Treat him like a Gentile and a tax collector. Well, we want to jump there, don't we? <laughs> we want to jump straight there. Cut off the relationship with her. I don't want anything to do with her anymore. Did you hear what she said to me? Kick him out. He leaves or I leave. This is not what Jesus had in mind. And neither, though, does Jesus want us to Sweep it under the rug. Pretend like it never happened. Oh, stuffing your feelings of anger deep down inside may for a time keep the appearance of peace. But it prevents the healing and the wholeness that God desires for us as individuals and as a community. Dealing with sin by burying it deep inside, by ignoring it, leads to bitterness, resentment. It leads to heart attacks. Jesus, however, instructs us in a different way. A way that aims at reconciliation. Sin breaks relationships. It cuts us off from one another. Reconciliation aims to bring us back together. 
to reunite, to make whole what has been broken. Jesus directs us to approach our brother or sister in Christ who has sinned against us, not with vengeance or false pleasantries, but with the goal of restoring relationship. Jesus says, go and point out the fault. And if the member has listened to you, what are we to do? Gloat about it? (laughs) Rub it in her face? Continue to hold it over his head? No. Jesus says, if the member listens to you, you have regained that one. The one that has been lost to you through the brokenness of sin now has been restored to the community. Now you who were once fractured are brought and made whole together in Christ. Jesus teaches us to live in ways that one, acknowledge the brokenness And two, aim at restoring the brother or sister that has been lost to us through sin. It's a very different way than how we tend to approach sin in our relationships with one another. It's really quite radical when we start thinking about it. Unfortunately, sometimes reconciliation eludes us in our relationships with one another here on earth due to sinners persisting in sin. In those circumstances, Jesus then illustrates that it is necessary for us to set boundaries to make the reality of the brokenness clear. And I think, too, to protect those who are being sinned against. This is what Jesus means when he says, let such a one be to you as a Gentile or a tax collector. For his Jewish audience, the Gentile, the tax collector, were outside of the community. They were still neighbors. Neighbors to be loved, neighbors to be served, and indeed, neighbors to be evangelized. That is, People who need to hear the gospel message of the kingdom of God, of the reconciliation we have in Christ, to hear the words repent and believe the good news. So while the sinner in us wants to jump straight to cutting those people out of our lives, kicking her out, cutting him off, crucify him, Jesus shows us another way. For when the world sinned against God, he sent his only son to us. And when the world abandoned Jesus, derided him, crucified him, he said, Father, forgive them. And in dying, 
He defeated the power of death and of sin and of the devil. All those things that separate us from God and one another. Perfect reconciliation happened for us on the cross by Jesus' death. And when he rose triumphant over sin, death, and the devil, he went and appeared to the disciples. You know, the very ones who had abandoned him, denied him, sinned against him. And what did he do? What did he say? Did he upbraid them for their unbelief? Did he chastise them for their failure, for their sin? No. No, on the cross he had dealt with their sin by dying for it. And when he was buried, their sin was buried in the tomb with him. And when he rose to new life, that sin remained buried and dead, forgiven. No, risen from the dead, Jesus jumped straight to reconciliation. His first words to the disciples, peace be with you. Brothers and sisters, you have already this morning confessed that you have sinned against God and one another by what you've done, by what you've not done by your words, your thoughts, your actions. You have acknowledged this brokenness in your relationship with God and one another. Did you hear Jesus' word to you? Did you hear the entire forgiveness of all of your sins? He took your sins. Your real, tangible sin upon himself on the cross when he died for you. Taking the penalty for your sin upon himself in his very body. Joined to Christ in baptism. You are a member of his body. The body of Christ, his church, with these your brothers and sisters. You are called to live in new life, to walk with them, these fellow members, to call them brothers and sisters. And while we live this side of eternity, this side of the kingdom in its fullness in our midst, We experience brokenness in this community. And yet we also have perfect reconciliation in Christ. Here where two or three are gathered in Jesus' name, he is with us. The one who bears the wounds in his hands, his feet, his side. Alive. Among us. For us. He shows us the reality of sin and its cost on his very body. And in those same wounds, 
He shows us forgiveness and mercy, a way to live in peace with one another as we live in him. He is with us, and what glad company we keep. Present in and among us, Jesus is at work loving our neighbor, bringing about reconciliation and peace in his name. What will that look like in your lives this week? What would it look like if it, when a neighbor sins against you, instead of posting some vague thing on Facebook without naming them, but saying, you know what happens when such and such happens, and calling them out, what would it look like if you called them up on the phone and said, hey, you know what? You really hurt my feelings when you said this the other day. What would it look like instead of silently brooding, refusing to answer their call, what would it look like to answer the phone and to talk through the issue that you have with that one who has sinned against you? What would it look like if instead of taking it out on the dog, you reached out in reconciliation to the one who is the true person who has hurt you? You're not alone in this difficult task. You have a community in which God has placed you to support you to walk with you and where two or three are gathered. Jesus is with us. Together with the communion of saints, we look forward to that day when there is no more sin. When sin is no more and death is no more and pain and crying are no more and every tear is wiped from our eyes. Jesus gives us that promise that that day will come. Until that day, we walk with each other, speaking to one another God's word of peace and forgiveness, trusting that he is with us, calling us to repentance, and living in this love that is he that he has for us in Christ in the name of Jesus amen